Welcome back. Now, believe it or not, there are actually some people who want to get the AIDS virus. The name on the street for some of these people is bug chasers, and the virus itself they call the gift. It's also the name of a new film that's getting a lot of attention. It's about a subject we are sure you may find uncomfortable, even shocking, but it's also a subject we should not ignore. Here's a short clip from The Gift. I have one friend uh, who is always like, I want to be like all you guys. You know, you all have it. I don't. How, what's wrong with me? You know, I want to go out there and get it. They want to be in the in crowd. It definitely is not a gift to get it. I would definitely be gifted if I didn't have it. I have no desire to give this gift to anybody. Some people have even said, you know, oh, I'll give you your dad. The whistles go, whoop! What's up, guys? This is week six of Chris and George in the morning. I'm Chris. Hey, I'm George. What's up? Today, joining us in the studio, we have Steph and Tom. What's up? Hey, Steph. Andrew Muth. Yo, guys. Our roommate. Oh, that was a little quiet, Andrew. Yo, yo. Hey, there we go. Uh, special guest, Jesse Esparza, joining us in just a little bit here. Um... You have anything to say about Jesse? Usually you go like, oh, yeah, Woo. yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to have Jesse. Oh, cool. I thought I just thought you were going to get into I know you, you've been working a lot on the show. I thought you were going to go right into it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about what we heard off the top. Uh, well, I started bartending yesterday. Well, I didn't bartend, but I bar-backed. So I'm a oh, little, yeah, I'm you got another job. Congratulations. Today. Yeah. I didn't, I've never had a job where you like have to drink on the job. You, you, you don't have to. You don't, don't have, have to, drink. to, man. The manager was drinking, so I just felt like I had to. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I do it from time to time, and I guess if you're getting trained, you want to prove that you're like. I just want to be cool with everybody. Cool with there. everyone. Yeah, yeah. But it's like uh, peer pressure. I know that if I get drunk and I get busy, it's it's everything's screwed. So I never had like a drink at work, so I had like one, and then all of a sudden it started getting really busy after I like took a shot. <laughs> it's scary, And I was man. just like, whoa, what am I doing? I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. Dude, yep. it, yeah. You put responsibility on yourself when you're drunk, and it's a very different thing. It's very scary. Yes, I'm working at Cetabella now. You come by, mention the show, I will give you 50% off. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> a place where there's a drunk manager. Great cash, homie. Are you still drunk right now? Are you just offering no, Are you no. just offering 50% off at Cetabella? <laughs> are you hammered right now? Wasted. <laughs> oh, you don't want that to backfire on you because I, I know friends come in uh, when I work and sometimes it's so busy and I'm slammed and then I see a friend come through I'm like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> helping me right now. Yeah, George. Also, I went in to eat at his. I was restaurant, so busy, and he did not give me the discount, and so I paid like twenty bucks. Well, I was going to say, I couldn't Chris, find a manager. You, it was you so pulled busy. the same thing on us. I don't really know if I can trust your recommendation. You told us to come when, oh, you, were, yeah. when you were working at Universal oh, right. yeah. City Walk. Well, see, I meant with me. Yeah, but, but you, you guys didn't, didn't specify that. It. You're like, yeah, come by, yeah. come by. Chris get... once uh, told us to visit him when he used to work at Bubba Gump Shrimp Co., and then we guys fit with the bill, and it was huge. It was massive. <laughs> really expensive. That place is a rip off i mean at least cetabella's food is pretty good well, really, I believe really this good time. Cetabella's food is awesome. i believe chris this time if you're listening david cetabella's food is awesome it's yeah. my Bullshit. new manager so i had uh, a hookup a couple weeks ago that we didn't really talk about at all but the day before our last show it was halloween night and um 
I tried to like convert this to some dates and stuff. I thought Ruha, you know, she said, I'm not going to be alone forever. So yeah, just like, after that, you hooked up. That was really great. I was like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the one for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, as Devin would say, the one. The one, as <laughs> everyone would say. And so then she just like wouldn't get back <laughs> to me, man. She just, and then I eventually found out like after texting her a couple of times that she was on ecstasy and it was all fake she when you hooked up yeah <laughs> it, it was, was all, all fake, fake. <laughs> it's not fake. <laughs> to her it was she was like well i was on ecstasy so maybe that's not that you can't just play that card though it's not it's that's the card she played well you gotta like something first well, to like it more than you would usually like so she she likes you a little bit you know that no well, if she liked me a little bit maybe we'd be going on a second date but but I mean, you could say the same thing with being drunk. It's just like an excuse, like, "Oh, I was drunk when we hooked up." It's I, like, "Yeah, we met at a party." Yeah, that's. Did, did what you? A uh, question for you though. Did you yeah. still have that "Welcome Home, Chris" sign on your door when you? When yeah. You did? Okay, so <laughs> maybe that was. The, are you saying but that, here's that the was the thing? thing. <laughs> we, we had, 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 had no, 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 dude. But we had really good sex. It was really loud. George heard it from his room. Oh, it was really loud. It was crazy. Recorded oh, damn. George recorded me having sex. I was so you mad did? about this last week. I couldn't even bring. I couldn't even bring it up. No. I was so pissed off. Listen, okay. you, you, I did. Uh, he's not wrong, but I was so it was so crazy loud. I got home late from work, <laughs> and I wanted to record him so I could show him how loud it was. I, just, I had no like idea. The most how, passive aggressive thing. It was really stupid. It was but so I was weird. like, hey, it was, was it, weird. And it was you I and that me, Chinese ghost it. that you was that chill Chinese <laughs> ghost. He told me to do it. I'm chill. <laughs> so, but George had also been recorded, and this is the reason I really didn't oh, get it. No. Is George has been re- got recorded by his roommate jerking off when he used to what? live. At oh. his old place. So you want to talk about that? That was so funny. Oh, <laughs> I just told, let's see that. Let's I get just told that. Chris the story a few weeks ago. Why so did you? That's, that's why it's coming back to me. Yeah. Why did you tell him that story, dude? It came up. I think it was when we were talking about yeah, this. Let's, let's talk about uh, the story, though. Yeah. Okay. So this basically, is, that's why it came my up. Old, my old uh, roommate thought it would be funny. Like he was in. He was asleep and. I was uh, I just popped open uh, you jizz. You know, and you guys basically were in the same room. Well, no, this is the living room. You know. Oh, okay. So uh, I was in the living room, and he was in his room, sleeping. And I thought he was done for the night. But then I popped open you jizz, just started scrolling, uh-huh. and then was <laughs> feeling it a little bit. Uh-oh. And then I hear. Wait, what giggling. does that mean? You have a boner? Yeah, feeling okay. it, touching <laughs> it. You know. Over the pants. You were not mas- like you I didn't have my pants off. The communal, the communal oh, your pants. And I like how I like how modest you are with your own masturbation. So and then he get. I hear giggling and it's just fucking immediately. I know, oh my god! I know what's going on. I turn around and it's, I'm humiliated. It feels awful. And I see my roommate there laughing. And then he's got the camera. He's got this new camera that he had. He's giggling. What are you doing, George? What are you doing, George? I'm like, freaking trying to jerk off. What do you think I'm doing? And then I was laughing, played it off really, I played it off like, like it didn't bother me at all. That doesn't sound like playing it off. I played it Yelling off. Yelling at him like I'm <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> well, I acted but like but it then did. Here's the thing is that George started getting worried this was going to turn into a viral video. <laughs> well, this this is the thing is that the video was so clean, right? Like there, I, oh. I, I wasn't naked or anything. It was so clear. The audio was so perfect. He showed it to me. And it was clear that I was like fucking about to jerk off. And so... I was so upset. I, the next day, I went into his room and I found his camera. Because this was on a DV tape, like this back was on in a the DV day. tape. I found his this. camera and I it was yeah it wasn't on his cell phone. Uh, I looked it up. I re- rewound the video, looked it up, and then taped over it with like a Al Qaeda 
esque uh, threat. <laughs> with like, and he was holding a John, real knife. I held a real knife. Like John, you you thought you got me? I got you. <laughs> and then little t- little did I know, like I I after I was done like wiping over my footage, yeah. I like I saw his like he was in the middle of a breakup. He had these like video diaries of himself. Oh, like shit. day thirty one. I'm gonna try calling her again. Maybe this time she'll see it my way, and then he'll like he'll record himself oh calling my her. God. Oh, I don't know about that, but John, if yeah. you want to respond to that, uh, yeah. I don't know what's worse: having a murderous, masturbating <laughs> roommate or having oh. the weird roommate doing a video <laughs> diary oh, of his man. breakup. I so felt another I another update. Uh, John Mackey, uh, a caller last week. Uh, oh, accused right. John Mackey of having a very small penis. Oh, that's, that's right. right. A that caller the, came in and said he had about four inches. Yeah, the, and the, so I actually ran into John Mackey, and I did actually ask him about it. What? <laughs> what? I saw him the next day after the show. Well, so I asked him, like, they said, like, somebody said on my show that you have a small penis. How do you respond? And he said, it's uh, average size. Bullshit! Yeah, so, I mean, what did you want him to say? Uh, that it was tiny. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that guy was right. Oh, so he was embellishing by saying it was average. I I believe I believe John Mackey and not the blowjob scheduler. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the blowjob. That was the blowjob scheduler. I believe I believe John Mackey. I I think he's he a spectacle. A, a dude. little more sane than the blowjob scheduler. Yeah, than the blowjob scheduler. Uh, that guy was a little off his gourd. So George has <laughs> George has a bunch of plugs that he wants to do right here. So we just get everybody into it. Get uh, get the stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I thought I was gonna do these after the show. Oh no, let's just do them. Yeah, be um, okay. Do them. Uh, all right. <laughs> you said you wanted to do plugs. I don't know what the fuck uh, yeah, I'm I reading. Thought it, I thought after the show it'd be good to come in and tell nah. everybody where they can. <laughs> no, let's do, do a now. pre-show plug. <laughs> all right, guys. It's not, uh, it's not pre-show. A, We're in the middle our, of the show. It's our, a show plug. Oh, okay. Uh, our guest that we haven't even heard from yet has a show coming up. You can uh, skip that one. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. That would have been helpful. <laughs> Just Which use one? common sense. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I thought. I thought you weren't using it and you want. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, guys, we do get a lot of help from uh, contributors. Not only the voices you hear are our friends, guests on the couch, but we do have show writers that help us uh, behind the scenes. Um, and today we have Ben Green and Dick Beck. We are so glad to have them. Uh, you can uh, find Ben Green's work. Um, on his uh, Ultimus.com website, you can find his random pairing comic and his podcast, On the Cusp. Um, How do you spell the website? Uh, Altenimus, A-L-T-A-N-I-M-U-S.com. Points! <laughs> That's right. And Dick Beck, I was trying to find stuff on Dick. <laughs> Couldn't find shit. <laughs> <laughs> At Dick Beck. He's got, he's he's so, got I was, stuff. He has I a found, show. I found it. I, he doesn't plug any of his stuff. I couldn't find anything. <laughs> Well, uh, Dick, if you want to plug your stuff, you're more than welcome to <laughs> and plug it. We'll find out who are, uh, where we can find our, our guest uh, in the near future. A little later. That's it? No jumbo bargain or anything? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, we want to do plugs or not ads. Oh, that's an advertisement. Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. Then. All right. Uh, so we are down in listeners. Last week, we only had 61 plays. Yeah. Uh, kind of a bummer. <laughs> really a bummer. Yeah. yeah. We were up. We were up over 100. It was very, it felt very good. Yeah. Uh, but we took a dip. 
And then we didn't tell people we were taking a break last week, so I think people are confused now. We talked about it. We talked about about telling everyone during the show that we were <laughs> yeah, we talked back. about talking about it. We, when we were planning <laughs> for the show. We plan. We but uh, we, we had it, to be. Here. We were really busy, and in all the excitement, we forgot to tell everyone that we weren't going to be back for two. So, weeks. like I said, we don't have very many fans, but we do have one fan that was actually pretty pissed off that we took a break. <laughs> so here's the call. Hey, Chris and George. Hey, uh, this is Jordan calling. Um, you know, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, you know, up to this point, been very satisfied with how the show's been. Thought you guys have been doing a great job. Uh, you know, I work a shitty Monday through Friday job, and uh, you guys really uh, help me out on, you know, my Mondays or Tuesdays when I'm listening to your show. I get to escape for, you know, an hour and 15 minutes, really enjoy what I'm doing. But uh, what the fuck, man? Uh, you know, I go uh, to my computer on Monday morning. I'm like, uh, all right, time for some, uh, some C and G in the morn with some, uh, awesome drops by Matt. <laughs> and, uh, there was nothing fucking there, man. Um, you know, a little heads up next time might be nice. Uh, didn't know that you guys were out, uh, you know, celebrating your veterans day or whatever the hell you guys were doing. <laughs> uh, I don't know if maybe George is on some kind of, uh, grinder tirade, you know, he decided maybe that's. More of his route. Um, don't know. Didn't know if maybe, you know, the, the Asian ghost, like, took you guys captive. A little heads up would have been nice. Um, but, you know, thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing. You could uh, mention it next time. All right? I'll give you guys one more chance. But if not, you're losing a caller for life. <laughs> I mean, wow. I honestly, I don't oh, know that guy at all. Wow. That was an actual real fan. Yeah, that was that sounded heartfelt, too. I mean, we have a responsibility to our viewers, Chris. We uh, have to... So that brings up the grinder thing, though, uh, last week. Well, kind of. Wait, bit. are we going to have a show next week? I don't know. We haven't decided yet. We're thinking <laughs> we about becoming... Bi- this. We're thinking about becoming bi-weekly. What do you think, Stefan? Bi-weekly? Yeah. What you do you think about that? <laughs> I like I like the rhythm of doing it every week. I like that. It's great, right? But Chris has two jobs now. It, it could be a little hard. Chris is just getting know. all Hollywood on us right he now. Right? You're not it's doing hard because it it's easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, fine. We'll keep doing it every week for now. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Jordan? All right, we're coming back no next week. Okay. So yeah, he brought up the grinder thing. That was a very controversial. It was. It was more than just controversial with mono. George's question. It was controversial. With the whole gay community, Mono seemed to think. Um, how are you feeling about that question a week later? Oh, do you want to play it first? I or? will play it, but I just want to know how you're feeling about it. Oh, well, I mean, listen, something about myself is I'm a very bright guy. <laughs> yes, that's uh, the I've, first have, thing you should know. I have I have a lot of, I think I have a lot of... Uh, just answer the question. How are you feeling Good about things it? to bring to the table. Sometimes I articulate really poorly and yeah. things don't come out the way I, they are in my head. Okay, well, here's the question that George asked Mono last week. <laughs> this a few years ago, but pause. Mm-hmm. Uh, for positive? HIV positive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so this is, are... this is what the BB bottom would be interested in, right? Catching no. Something <laughs> I'll be interested in it. No one's interested in it. No, I heard, I don't know, let me know if you've heard of this, but sometimes people, to feel like they like are really a part of gayness is to or like being gay is to have HIV positive because 
to be HIV positive. You're saying people want to want contract to be, the disease. Yes. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I read that. I read that. Really wrong. Did you read that on like Fox I did, News or something? I didn't read the article. <laughs> I think... I think you're gonna. What the fuck are you I, talking I, about? I, are man? you like trying? You're you're trying to piss off viewers, right? I mean, listeners now. No, right? no, no. <laughs> I the only reason I remember it. The only reason I remember I'm just it saying is because you're it was gonna so get people who hate this. Of course, of course. Listen, I don't think it's cool. I'm just like, I thought that's. I've, yeah, I've yeah, yeah. heard about this. I'm not familiar with that. I haven't met <laughs> anyone like that. And if I did, I would run in the other direction. Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't spoken with Mono since. <laughs> so the thing is, is, George was kind of mad at me right after the show. I think he realized immediately how terrible that was and how it was going to come back oh, to well. haunt him. And the Gainous. nature of the show. I <laughs> Dude, I, th- I think he's totally vindicated now, though. That, that, that well, the news. thing is, is yeah, that it that is a clip. Here, yeah. So the thing <laughs> is, it is a thing that has been in the news before. Gayness? And George actually, George actually, he asked a couple guys, uh, a couple gay people that he knew if this was a real thing, and I, so did I. No, no, I asked if they've heard of the term. That's right. Gayness? And they said that they had heard of the term two out of three, correct? Yeah, I did text message survey, a very small text message survey with three of my closest gay friends and family members, and two out of three knew what that was. Gayness? So, and you know, I actually don't have... 66%. There's a couple papers that I had. I don't know if you guys see them around anywhere, but I had a bunch of quotes on a piece of paper somewhere. Um, So the thing that bothered me about it, and the reason I didn't really back you up, is because... Uh, I mean, I know that this is supposedly a thing, but it seems to me like it is a uh, sort of something that is sensationalized headline that's not really... Right. I just wanted to know that somebody else had heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I've, I didn't expect to be introducing the term bug chaser to yeah. mono. Like, that was... <laughs> That was like the it's off the thing. I was so, so shocked. Here's the and thing. Stephen, like, here's the thing I found. So. And I this, sound insane. This actually explains it pretty well. Which I wish you had just gone online and like read one article about it. But this is Rick <laughs> Dyer, a uh, guy that made during the show. So this guy about? actually did a segment on BBC called "I Love Being HIV Positive," but then like went back and had these comments later. Rick Dyer finds that the overwhelming majority of the talk is pure fantasy. Men who say they are bug chasers and gift givers fail to stand by their claims on camera, and one man who gave an anonymous interview subsequently appeared to be lying to the production team about his activities. His findings are echoed by the HIV charities. Will Nutland, head of health promotion at Terrence Higgins Trust, said, The concept of gift giving and bug chasers are definitely based more on fantasy than reality. Most gay men do not want hiv or to pass on hiv duh gayness yeah. <laughs> i don't know how that what that does or are you and then also just the fact that you said gayness well, listen right you can go back it I, sounds horrible yeah let's i was stumbling just over my like words like a fool they like are really a part of god gayness. why gayness. okay so let's give that Let's let's compare that to a part of gayness. But let's yeah. compare that to the question you asked Joe really oh, quick. Oh God! What did you th- think about? You know, <laughs> oh I mean, obviously God. they weren't in their heyday when you were working for them, but you loved The Simpsons growing up, and they had this solid like amount of seasons that were oh, amazing man. comedy. What did you think about working for The Simpsons when they weren't? You know, when people kind of used them as like an example of a show that jumped the shark. <laughs> what do you guys yeah, think man. is worse? Gayness. What, what do we? Yeah, th- me too. The gayness well, one? I don't know, yeah. actually. I mean, obviously for the obvious reasons. One, I think but the Simpsons the f- was more insulting to Joe. Sim- exactly. When you're in terms of in terms of like from an interview standpoint, 
you know, you thought that Mono knew about bug chasing. Obviously, right. from and that then, clip, it's a thing that has been documented. You didn't know that he didn't know. Right. With Joe Saunders, you were basically like, you worked on a shitty show. <laughs> and there was no question. <laughs> Listen, this is my first uh, radio show, guys. Uh, <laughs> so this is actually a really funny clip from the Anderson Cooper interview that we heard. I haven't seen the film yet, but I've read a lot about it. One of them is a, a young man named Ken. I want to show you what happens. This is his reaction when he finds out he has, in fact, gotten HIV. Yes, which Let's is show a that. common reaction. I was expecting a positive reading, and it was. I was feeling, say I was relieved that I finally got it, and I don't have to worry about, do I have it, do I have it, do I have it? And if so, do I need to be careful? Not anymore. Happy. Relieved. I can breathe again. What do you say? I mean, you look at this and you say, is this kid just an idiot? I mean, is he just an idiot? But but there are, I mean, can you explain it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's kind of an idiot. He's, he's just an idiot. Well, it's all fake. I mean, that's what the article that I read was alluding to, is it was just yeah. for the camera. Well, I was never asking if it was real or not. I was asking if that thing was even a thing. There was a film on it. Well, I mean, you assume that if so, you ha- all right, if you you say, so I mean, do you I, I want me to play the question again, and so we can actually this is what hear a what bareback bottom is looking for? That's what you said. You said right, a bareback yeah. bottom is looking for a pause, right, which right. is not true. Right, but I, based off of based off so of this, what else is there to say? Based off of what I had heard about bug chasing, that that exists. I was asking if because I know nothing about I know nothing about all the tribes. We were learning a lot from proved, Mr. Yes, Professor Mono. We were learning a lot, and I thought I was—he was, was going to shed some light on something. I was not expecting him to like not have known anything about it. Is this right. kid just an idiot? I mean, is he just an idiot? <laughs> so I see the phones are oh, lighting damn, up. People are—I'm getting killed. Going crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, I couldn't sleep this. that day. It was—it was really bullshit. It was really killing me. I, I had no help. Later on, I learned that several people here knew about it. Well, I mean, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't about knowing about it or not knowing about it. It That's was all I it, needed. Cold, it was dude. about whether or not the question was an appropriate thing to ask Mono and whether it's yeah, actually it was. Any, nothing was off limits, man. This kid just an idiot. <laughs> okay, so I think we got some callers on the line here. H- hello. Hey, caller. Hey, Welcome how's it going, to caller? the line. Thanks for calling the show. On with Chris and oh, George. Oh, hi. Uh, my name is Rachel, and I'm actually uh, I am one of John Mackey's. Uh, <laughs> Well, I was a hookup of his back in the day. Oh, nice. So you want to tell us the truth about Yeah, let's get to the bottom of this. Was he being accurate? He's actually being modest. Wow. This this situation is that John Mackey actually has a larger than normal penis. It's about nine inches long. Holy moly. But the full truth is that his testicles are almost not there. He really, has the tiniest, almost non-existent balls I've ever seen. So, was he able to excrete? Uh, excrete. Excrete. <laughs> excrete cum on his penis. That's trying. actually part of what, of what was fun hooking up with him was there was almost no semen whatsoever. <laughs> you don't like semen when you're having sex. It's not a interesting. Oh, who does? Some people. You, like s- you said you're a girlfriend, correct? I mean, I guess some people do, but the the little bit of semen that did come out uh, from him particularly smelled awful. So, <laughs> oh no, I just well, don't know. I guess what it's good that his balls were small. Like. So wait, you were a, a girlfriend? No, this wasn't just a hookup. 
I, yeah, kind of I went between being a hookup and a girlfriend. Did it affect your relationship, the fact that he probably can't have kids because so little cum comes out of him? Dude, or? Maybe he has really strong sperm. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind having uh, children with John if they would, you know, I don't mind picturing him as a dad, but just to put such little testicles on my own children, I, I wouldn't want <laughs> So it's really no problem. <laughs> Well, I I mean, I think it's really great that we finally clear. I that that's a horrible rap to have is that you have a tiny wiener and it's it's nice to hear that John Mackey doesn't have a tiny wiener. Well and down. Tiny I'm balls. And bo- having small balls is is probably kind of convenient. I mean, it's probably better than get big in the, balls. They get in the way and you know, I guess. Yeah, what what what's good about having you, big Would balls? you get a ball reduction if you could? If it didn't hurt and it was free? Would I get a ball reduction? And you had massive balls. My balls, balls. are not no. that big anyway. <laughs> I was okay. born with one. He's got small balls. All right. Thanks, caller. You're welcome. All right. We're going to go on to the next caller here. You're on the line with Chris and George in the morning. Hello. Hey, caller. Thanks for calling. <laughs> My name is Thaddeus P. Nickleby, and I'm a vampire, and I just wanted to shed a little light um on this whole uh barebacking bug chaser thing gayness i'm surprised that you actually have a take on this you're just a vamp i mean well i'm not just a vampire i've been a vampire for about 500 years and i get it you know some people want to be vampires most people don't okay that's some people are just fucked up and they want to be vampires though oh yeah that's a thing that people want sometimes that is true that is the lore, recent lore, is like, oh, will they, won't they, with the Twilight series and all that. Right. You, you, you can stop wondering if you'll ever be a vampire once you become one. Right. You get that uh, weight lifted off your shoulder. That peace of mind. You never know. Yeah. I'll be lurking in the shadows of your local cinemaplex. Makes complete sense. You I think. go to the movies. I hang out behind the dumpster occasionally. Uh, you know, when there's a new Twilight film being released, and uh, it's like going grocery shopping. Oh, you're a homeless vampire? No, I have several castles. You're going grocery shopping, meaning you're waiting to pick off people from the Twilight film? Yeah, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. Sometimes (laughs) you feel like pizza. Sometimes you feel like escargot. So where do you go for the escargot? French restaurants. Oh, you're you're actually eating escargot? Okay. Pretty obvious, Chris. I thought you meant people. Parks. Okay. Never mind. Well, see, some people want to be vampires, and it's not it's not entirely implausible, you know. Thanks for back in an idiot. Thanks for back in George. I needed some help. All right, I guess that caller's gone. Thanks, Thaddeus. Hello, caller. You're on there with Chris and George in the morning. Uh, hello. Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling, man. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that you guys better have a fucking show next week. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, shit. I swear is to this God. Jordan, the caller from earlier? Who the fuck is Jordan? My name is Mike. Oh, Mike, shit. We have another angry caller. Cool. Mike, we have two fans. don't even know. I work two jobs. I work two jobs. I got a kid. I got a wife. I got another wife. In Mexico, you don't even know. Uh, this is the only thing I look forward to every goddamn week. It sounds like you, you have a pretty have a good life. You have a God, wife in Mexico? Wait, sorry? I didn't catch that last part. I said, I swear to God, you better have a show next week. Are Bi-weekly. You, are you threatening? Bi-weekly. More like die-weekly. I'm going to die. You're threatening you us have to have a show. Chris, we might, ha- we might have a death, like a death threat. We might have to do the show. 
Well, or we can just report this to the police and say there's somebody trying to murder <laughs> find us. Find this guy. He's in Mexico. Or he's oh, sorry. Mexico. Can we get that on the record? Is that what you're trying to do, caller? Yeah. For- no. No. Die weekly. I'm gonna die. Oh, oh shit. Oh. You kind of sound like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire, what the fuck are you talking about here? I'm a hard worker. I work at a fish market. I work at, oh a, my God. I work at a fucking Walmart. You don't even know the life I have. Hey, man, you sound really mad. I can't, I can't believe they allow you to work in Walmart after working in a fish market all day. You must stink. Yeah, I stink. Wait, how do you <laughs> listen to our show while you're working at a fish market? I got a little Bluetooth from the department, you know, the electrical department. Don't make me answer these did questions. You hear, did you hear last week? Have you ever heard of bug chasing before? Was I just crazy? Yeah. I, I used to be a Terminator. I used to chase bugs all the time. <laughs> Points! A Terminator or an Exterminator? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. So bug Terminator. A- oh, that'd be sweet. All I'm saying is that you guys better have a fucking yeah, we know. show okay. next week. Thanks for we, calling. We appreciate everybody. you listening, caller, and we're gonna do die, our best to make sure. Die weekly. Week. We okay. don't want you to die, man. Thanks for calling in. Uh, we got any more callers here? Yeah. We'll go to another one. Hello. Hey, caller. Hey. On with Chris hey. and George in the morning. Hi. How are you guys doing? I I just wanted to let you guys know. My name is Jam from the Palisades, um, and I'm actually a guy who wants to get AIDS. Gayness. Okay. Uh, but just to explain, and I think this might be what a lot of people in my situation are about, that's an acronym for me. And it stands for, I want to get animals into delightful situations. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So maybe that was the confusion, George. Uh, wait, I think I think it was HIV. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but wait, this is kind of but weird. But I am interested in I've never heard this about guy. this either, yeah. Um, animals in delightful situations. You mean like uh, I would think like a, a bear rolling down a hill or something? Oh, sorry, I don't uh, think we got you on there, Colin. Hello? Can you? Hello? Oh no, we can't hear you. Uh, hold on one second. We're gonna take care of this technical issue. Hold on one second, here, caller. Uh, callers, if we could just. Are you back on? Hello? Oh, I call it much clearer. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. What would yeah, an animal yeah, in a delightful situation be like? It's exactly oh, like wow. a bear right, rolling down. Hold on. Now, oh. now you're going nuts, caller. Now, can you please turn your radio off? Turn your radio off, dude. Radio off, dude. Where the fuck <laughs> is <laughs> the button on your radio? Go ahead and click it off. Okay. And there we go. Oh, wait. Is this better? Oh, I see what's happening. Just press the red fucking button. What happened? Perfect. Call, are you still on with I, us? I think so. Okay, Am great. I? Yeah. Sorry, that was a little yeah. technical difficulty there. Yeah, it was a, a bear rolling down a hill is exactly what I'm looking for All when right. I'm saying that I want to get AIDS. All right, thanks, caller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Chris just lost school. <laughs> uh, all right, perfect. Is this well, kid just an idiot? <laughs> so... One thing real quick before we cut to break. Yeah, let, let, let's also quickly, we're looking for sponsors. Uh, we need better equipment here. We're looking for a studio. Uh, if you're out there and you work for Red Bull or anything like that, or anything that you think would be perfect for the show, contact us. Cool. Straight cash. That's what I was talking about doing earlier. I guess I shouldn't have called it plugs. <laughs> it's okay. So Moses Storm was in here the other week talking about Modern Millennial. 
Yeah. And he, we had Mo- Moses in a few weeks ago. Yeah, he was a little bit elusive about some of the stuff that was happening <laughs> when he was here. We didn't really want to talk about it. And so we were only really able to bring up the stuff that we knew about from social media and that, that sort of thing. But I saw the article in LA Weekly, and it was really great. And there was some interesting stuff uh, about... The, him having to sneak Subway sandwiches into the space and that they tried to kick him out and he had to have the LAPD come because 200 people showed up and started like rioting saying you that. You didn't tell us that. No, saying that, you know, they were trying to defend him and de- defend his artistic honor and it got really <laughs> heated. And so he ended up having to end the thing early because... Uh, the the building manager was like in a gang and like they had like a scuffle and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. he like brought his muscle. According to the article, the building manager showed up with like a bunch of thugs and he's like, "You got to tone it down." Oh no way. Uh, well, we didn't get any of that dirt. Yeah, but I mean, we have it now, so I just wanted to go ahead and throw that out there. <laughs> We're uh, asking him all kinds of questions about the weirdest stuff that happened. Yeah, there. you can check out that article, LA Weekly. <laughs> yeah, he didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't talk about the gangsters uh, a, showing up and want to beat his ass. A pigeon showed up. The article's called Want to Know What It's Like to Be <laughs> yeah. a Millennial by Michael Caraco. Man, That's I suck with names, huh? LA Weekly. LA, LA Weekly. Weekly, look for it. LA Weekly, uh, covering That's the modern. Crazy. He's got a new project. Cool. So we're gonna cut to break real quick, and when we come back, we're gonna be here with Jesse Espaza. Oh, he has a new project. Do you want to talk about that? It's just no, basically modern millennial on a boat. On a yacht, yeah. On a yacht. Sounds cool. I want to go check That's it really out. Fun, I hope he's right? just on a boat with Ronnie Turiaf. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking cocktails. All right. So that's the first half. We'll be right back with more Chris and George in the morning. Uh, here's your Red Bull break. Ribbit, ribbit. Hey, it's the legendary Frog Prince. Yeah? And I bet you want me to kiss you. No. Actually, Princess, I'm feeling a little sluggish. A Red Bull energy drink is really what I want. Oh, all right. As long as you still turn into a prince. <laughs> oh, thank God. You're totally beefy. Wait, where are you going? I want to check out the other princesses. Keep my options open. Excuse me. Oh, typical prince. Red Bull gives you wings. Well, don't expect Red Bull to grow wings on your back and actually make you fly. It helps to temporarily restore mental alertness or wakefulness when experiencing fatigue or drowsiness. Just so you know. Let me tell you about a friend of mine. Welcome back to Chris and George in the morning, everybody. That was a nice little Red Bull break there. We got some emails this week. It's been a while since we've had emails, but we got a ton today. Yeah, we actually have uh, we have an email from Alicia Hendry. She emailed us a few weeks ago. She's actually also been on the show. Is also Stefan's girlfriend. Stefan's girlfriend. She's a big fan of the show. Uh, she emailed us just before the show uh, two weeks ago, um, but she asks, number one fan here, really excited for this week's show. I have a question for you guys. What would... Ha- what would have happened if your fortune was that you are going to be single forever, Chris? Would you be a bigger risk taker? And George, if Devin didn't get a maybe, but rather a no on her question about if you are the one, what would you have done to prove the fortune wrong? Or would you have believed the fortune? Thanks, curious minds. Okay, so the answer to my question, what would I do differently if I was going to be single forever? If you were, yeah, if you were going to be single forever. I mean, that's forever, the assumption I'm living with now. So <laughs> I, I would not do anything differently. <laughs> gayness okay and for me uh, if i got a no on the question um which 
Chris thinks it maybe is basically a no anyway. What would you have done? That to actually prove wasn't true. That was just a bit. Okay. Devin, I'm really sorry that I said that. that well, I I love you and I love George and I think you guys are meant to be together. Bullshit. Oh, that's very sweet. Thanks, Chris. I mean that. That's very sweet. Um, what 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 would I have done to prove that fortune wrong? I would have got down one knee right there. I don't know. I'm just would you have? Oh, no, of course not. Damn. Oh. You bought a ring. You cheap no. bastard! I know you didn't buy. No, I I have I've bought several rings in the last year, all from those twenty five percent twenty five cent machines right. of the <laughs> laundromat. Let's get through um, these. Let's get through these emails yeah. here. Let's go. So this one's George. You have insulted my community with your terrible banter, <laughs> but it's not who you think it is. Sincerely, plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I would need more than ecstasy to hook up with Chris <laughs> from Emma Stoned. <laughs> I don't get that one. What? Yeah. This... Do she need to, she need to be higher than, than whoever that girl was that hooked up with you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're not desirable? No. Oh, that's... No. Yeah, just, what the yeah. fuck that, These ones that. hurt, man. These are painful. Get, get rid of that Throw one. that one away. I don't like that. <laughs> throw that one away. I'm lonely, guys. Serious. <laughs> That girl was being generous about the size of John's balls. It's like, honey, I shrunk the kids down there. <laughs> Thanks, Jenna, over John, Massette. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I hope we can get John on the well, record about his balls this time. Two, yeah, two different people to interview say John. It. it must be true. We got to get him in here. Okay. I was recently served by Chris at Cetabello, and he was a drunken mess. He broke six glasses in the process of making me my one drink. Clean up your act, man. Cheers. Cedric at Cetabello's. Oh, man. <laughs> Chris, you can't be getting I drunk. Don't, I don't remember that at all, but I might have been blacked out. You were out. too drunk. Cedric. That's a crazy name. Crazy? I don't know. It's a really <laughs> common name. <laughs> There's an entertainer named Cedric. Is this kid just an idiot? You guys are a bunch of idiots. Go to hell, Anderson Cooper. Is this kid just an idiot? I mean, is he just an wow. idiot? Dear George, how dare you reveal my breakup diaries? I am mortified that my personal videos were revealed on your podcast. You're dead to me. Oh, no. Your roommate. P.S. By the way, George's current roommates, George probably jays off in the living room. <laughs> Oh man, I'm very aware of everyone's schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Oh, and then we actually have one from George here. Uh, From George? Yeah. Are black people trying to get shot by the cops? Oh, (laughs) from George. Oh, (laughs) oh. Anderson Cooper is gonna (laughs) be talking about that on this show very soon, I'm sure. Of course not. But there are probably a few out there. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) It exists. Well, they, Does they, it exist? Called yeah. bullet chasers. <laughs> <laughs> Points. Uh, oh, oh that's Gilly's machine gun fart. Yeah, by Matt, the way. Has, Matt has, has. We've given him some creative freedom. He's actually created a, a little machine gun with Gilly's farts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Trying to figure out ways we can get the the. Like when Stefan was gone, we just replaced Stefan with words, you know. But when Gilly's gone, you can just replace her with her fart. <laughs> Man, technology. I bet you people 100 years back in the day would be so upset with us if, if this is what we were doing with the, if they figured out this is what we're doing with yeah. our technology. We Machine got- gun fart. <laughs> All right, so today on the show, 
We have Jesse Esparza, creator hey. of Tanya Harding the Musical. Yeah. Hi. How are you hey, doing, Jesse? Jesse? Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks Thank for coming, you. man. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. You're actually uh, on what you have dubbed the All-American Podcast <laughs> Tour right now. I am. I've always wanted to do podcasts. This is number four for me, so I'm really going out there making my dreams come true. So you'd never done a podcast before this little... I mean, I was on Dick record. Beck's podcast, but that didn't really count because we were just like eating food in his living room. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't really count that as a podcast. And he also <laughs> makes sure that nobody can find out. Yeah, what's, what's the name of it? Uh... I, I honestly <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> it's something about the internet blowing up the internet or something like that. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was I was having a shop house bowl and we were just talking and I was like, oh wait, th- you're recording this? A was, shop house bowl? Yeah, shop house. It's a Chipotle. It's kind of oh. like a Chipotle branch off. Oh okay. Like rice rice bowls. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Oh, Southeast yeah. no, Asian. I've seen that place and I've never been in one. It's really good. They're I've, doing a promo right now. If you buy a Chipotle burrito. Or probably anything. You bring your receipt in on Saturday. You get a free bowl at Shop House. So wow. it's just like orange chicken and teriyaki. No, 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 no. It's like it's it's, it's like, like Southeast. Th- yeah, it's like kind of like Thai. Oh, it's kinda. great though. It's so good. it's like yeah. chicken and like curry and stuff like that. It's shout really out, good. Shout out Shop House. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking for sponsors. Uh, so your musical Tanya Harding going to be a ten thirty UCB Thursday, November twentieth. Yes, at the new theater, the big new Sunset Theater. If I don't have to work at Cetabello, I will absolutely be there. <laughs> oh, really? yeah, I'm actually planning on being there, Jesse. Uh, could you tell us a little more about the the musical? Yeah, um, I wrote it in, uh, earlier this year, put it up in April. It's about Tanya Harding and her uh, story uh, through her perspective. So we all know the classic Tanya Harding story. But oh, yeah, is... I wanted to actually get into this a little okay. bit because I grew up with a family that was really into ice skating. Mm-hmm. My grandparents met as couples ice skaters mm-hmm. oh, wow. and so when i was a kid this was like the drama that was going on i remember this and clinton and the oj trial as being sort of mm-hmm. the first things where it was like reality television played before your eyes as yeah news. this was like the number one scandal of the 90s so everyone knows about it so i i was watching a 30 for 30 documentary and i was like oh you know, she seems like such a uh, an underdog. You know, like this happened to her. So I was like, maybe I could make a musical where it's all from her perspective. Like she's the hero of this all, and this all happened to her. And, and she is such a fucked up perspective. Yeah. She has a total victim mentality, maybe more than anybody I've ever seen. Like she mm-hmm. t- refuses to take any responsibility for what happened. You I don't mean, can know you just, her. Can you just run through the? <laughs> can you run through the timeline really quick of what happened? Uh, yeah. Okay. So in 91, she won the gold medal at the world Olympics. So yes. she won the gold medal actually. And so I saw her when I was a kid before she went to the Olympics, when I went ice skating with my dad and she was there in Dublin at the ice skating rink. And I remember my dad being like, this one is a really good ice skater. Remember yeah. her. She wasn't graceful like the other ones. That's why nobody really liked her or took her seriously because she wasn't like this beautiful, graceful ice skater, but she had power and she had the moves and she <sighs> did everything so well. And so she had to work that much harder in order to succeed. And she did. And she won the gold medal in 91. And then her life kind of took a turn. She married Jeff Gooley and that kind of went south. And So this guy, Jeff Gooley. Mm-hmm. This kid just an idiot? Uh, he was really... He, can you explain more what his role was? In the whole thing? Uh, just in her life, I guess. Well, okay. Like, uh, why did it bring her down? Yeah, she uh, lived with her mom, and her mom was kind of abusive towards her, so I think she just needed an outlet. She needed somewhere to go, and this was the first guy that ever 
she fell in love with and i think he just saw her as like this young girl who he could just like take advantage of or whatever so he they married and she you know he she he was her only hope to get out of her mom's trailer park da 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 and then what ended up happening is that he like did this whole scandal and it, it, you know it affected So you don't her. think she was involved in it at all? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, Jesse, did you find yourself sympathizing with her heavily after doing like research? I yeah, guess? definitely. I watched the 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 thirty for thirty documentary, the E True Hollywood Story, and it is like a thing where she represents all of us. We're all underdogs trying to make it in this world. There's always someone prettier than us. There's always someone more talented than us. But we just have to work. She did. She worked as hard as anyone else, and she. I will agree with that part of the story. Like that makes me want to get behind her, but then sometimes she. <laughs> just sounds so fucking <laughs> dumb like oh what's up Stephanie? i got two questions yes. one how old was she when she won her first gold medal i think she was like 20 so here's what happened she wins that she wins the gold medal at she the world competition guy. at 91 then the, the nancy kerrigan thing happens yeah with, so she she kind of like what happened she kind of steps out of the spotlight to be married and she doesn't train as much and then she loses at the Olympics, and so she has, like, a downfall. And then Nancy Kerrigan comes, and she's, like, the beautiful, graceful ice skater that everyone knows. And so she, uh, it's basically Tanya versus Nancy. And what happens is Nancy, uh, the, the 1994 Olympics are happening, mm-hmm. and the top two skaters go from the world competition go directly to the Olympics. Right. So it's the top two. That's it. And so Very tough competition. Yeah, Tanya definitely wanted to be number one. So what happened, I'm, Nancy Kerrigan got attacked at uh, the world competition after um, one of her practices. And there's speculation. No one knows really how much she knew. She yeah. was not actually involved with yeah. the attack. Her, that her, was the, her boyfriend. The, the bodyguard or Jeff Galuli's friend, was Eckhart, Chris Eckhart, was actually the one who did it. And it's, yeah, it's all left up to speculation if Tanya actually knew about it. If she didn't know about it, she claims to this day that she didn't know about it right but did they so do they both end up making it to the olympics yeah so tanya harding wins that competition because nancy kerrigan is out she can't skate because she got her knee clubbed or whatever and so tanya harding (laughs) whatever fuck that bitch so tanya harding goes on tanya harding goes on to win she's number one she automatically gets placed in the olympics yeah exactly and then i think michelle kwan got second but then the olympics committee was like you know what no we love Nancy Kerrigan. She needs to go to this. So she, they, I think they pushed Michelle Kwan yeah. out of the out of the running, and so it was Nancy versus Tanya at the Olympics. And so Nancy won. Correct? Nancy beat Tanya. She didn't win the gold medal. So, so Tanya, this is with the whole sh- laces thing on the skate, right? Does this make it into the musical and all the laces and the whole thing? Oh, the laces breaking. No, no, no. I do. So this is a clip from the. I think this is in the Olympics with the laces where she lost to Nancy. She broke her laces on the yeah uh, while skating. Yeah. So this is is this is just like a little taste of what you get when Tanya Harding. For the second time tonight, Tanya Harding has taken the Olympic ice to compete. Earlier this evening complaining of a broken lace in her boot she took her time getting on the ice was granted extra time came out began her program found that she couldn't go on and stopped and went over to confer with the referee it looks like she released her upper body way too soon it looks like the leg skate a little double hitch there on the takeoff she looked down at it obviously it was bothering her her skate was not comfortable now, now this, this never is happens. so rare in oh, skating. Yeah, this never happens. But oh. it's funny. This is the fourth time this has happened to Tanya. 
fourth time. See, she doesn't have it easy. She has every she has everything in the world going <laughs> oh, up against <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, I like I like your take on it though. It's just like yeah, maybe she really is a victim. Bitch, Nancy Kerrigan, she's America's sweetheart. No, she's not. No, she's not. She's <laughs> no. The only reason why she anyone likes her more than Nancy because she's like or more than Tanya rather is because she's like the pretty ice skater who uh wears white and is well, i have a musical coming up called nancy kerrigan the musical oh well good luck with that <laughs> <laughs> so you know that there is this perception of her now though that uh people don't really take it seriously and people kind of take pot shots at her a lot. yeah i mean obviously that's why i think the musical is doing so well is because it's a completely different perspective on the whole thing because everyone you know it's, it's she was the butt of everyone's joke for 20 years 20th she's actually the butt of this joke right here made by our president Barack Obama. It wasn't the way she wanted it, but Tanya Harding did secure her place in sports history. In American culture, actually. And after 15 years, for good or bad, she's even part of our vocabulary. And when we were down 20 points in the summer, all the pundits and all the smart folks, they were saying, okay, his only chance now, he's got a kneecap her. He's got to do a Tanya Harding on the front run. Oh! <laughs> he said, I'm not going to pull a Tanya Harding. Oh, <laughs> no. See? Yes, wait, wait, wait. There's a little because bit more here. Because obviously you didn't have enough people looking at him. This is her response. That he has this country to think about. He has the candidacy to think about. The war to think about. And, and he has to bring me up? What the hell is important in this world today? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> work on work on your politics, Barack, not your stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did think it was a little bit yeah, it was kinda out of left field for him to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's kinda mean. It reminded me of the um the we tortured some folks. We, <laughs> we tortured <Yeah>. some folks. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you talking about, man? You're doing we tortured so, some folks. Doing so like good a little too that. nonchalant. God. Yeah, that was well, what about what about Tanya Harding's uh boxing career, right? Do you you know about that? Yeah, she she was like a boxer afterwards. We don't really touch on that at all. Right? But that is, that attributes to like what people think about her like being crazy mm-hmm. because she had this. Crazy well, she she got like expelled from figure skating. She couldn't do it anymore. She needed another outlet. She's a competitor. She, yeah, exactly. So she's got to go out there and do something. She knows she, how to yeah. break things. <laughs> so she went out there and started busting girls in the face. Um, let's talk about who did the music for that. Like, it was uh, Manny. Ago, Hago, Manny Hagopian, uh, not Mono Hago. Oh, was he here last week talking about grinding? I messed up Mono's name when he was here too. I was felt so stupid. This kid just an idiot. I was an idiot. Uh, yeah, it's uh, my friend Manny Hagopian. So you guys wrote the songs together. We did. I basically wrote the script after watching the documentary. I was like, oh, wouldn't this be fun? I was like, oh fuck, I don't know how to write music at all. Uh, you wouldn't <laughs> want me to write songs. So I went to him because I know he's done musicals at UCB before. And they, they're really good, and I just I felt like I, I approached him. I was like, do you want to work on this together? I think it'll be a really good thing. He said yes, and then we just started riffing on like what the songs would be, how many should be on the show, what they should be about, and we came up with about six songs. Cool. For the, so you do – did you help design the costumes, do the blocking? I did all the costumes. The dancing? <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I did all the costumes. Uh, we went to this place in down, uh, downtown, I think, called uh, Danny's Warehouse where they had like a bunch of leotards bought the leotards i went oh these are not ice skating leotards and so <laughs> i had to borrow i had to borrow like a bunch of bedazzlers for my friends and <laughs> stayed up all night hot glue gun a bunch of beads if you look on a tony harding musical.com i think there are some pictures up there or i will put them up after i said that do, 
do you want to give us a little uh, taste of one of the songs? Would you mind? I have it on my. I mean, I have it on my phone. If you want to, do you want to just sing a little? Oh bit? no, no, no! I'm not. I can't sing. I can't. Well, I, but I know you know all the lyrics <laughs> and everything. If you want to just give us a little taste, okay. uh, I mean, you don't have to, but it, it'd be nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! I can't let them win. I'm gonna show them who I've really been. I'm gonna fight, fight, fight. I'm gonna hit, hit, hit. I'm gonna break, break, break. I'm gonna rig this shit. No more time for loving. It's time to go clubbing. Wow, that's uh, well, that's uh, great. You hit that. I think you're nice. you're a better singer than you think you yeah, are. I feel yeah, that's great. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take this on the road just a solo show, just by myself. Yeah, that's my goal for all of this. Good. Uh, so, have, like, like you said, it's gonna be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I have a quick question. Um, so you've gotten a lot of attention from um, some online publications from E. Also, right? E. Yeah, E. So News came to the show. The, have you heard anything about from Tanya Harding at all? No, I invited her. I like I. I found her facebook and i found her email my friend actually does pr and she like contacted her people but i just don't think she's interested in coming she, she does i think if she probably doesn't know if you're making fun of her or not. yeah by I that think... song like i'm gonna rig this shit she probably <laughs> probably wouldn't be that into it but if but i don't know if tanya knew the way jesse the creator feels about her i'm sure yeah. she would she would yeah i it. i would love for her to come to a show i've been inviting her since we started but <laughs> through, haven't what, heard through anything. twitter or something yeah through facebook through like her email like her i think she still has a manager like my friend found her email and was like oh we're doing the show in la but she's she's still living in portland i think so i don't think she yeah it's wants far to, for her to go yeah i portland? don't feel like i don't portland for tanya harding i don't know she has like a i don't know she maybe she doesn't have the time to doesn't find it like in her schedule city. what city do you think tanya harding would live in fucking chicago or philly dude no you gotta you gotta think of places where there are trailer parks this this <laughs> this was a girl who won a gold <laughs> medal true. And was living with her mother in a trailer park. Is that what you think Olympians no, would I live? Think I would she's not a, do that. A big time tough chick. Philly. Just making she's sure I don't have any great clips here. I think that's my that was my main Tanya Harding one was the the laces thing. What, what is? Do you ever think that she would? be the tanya in the tanya harding musical that would be so well, that cool. was a joke amongst the cast they were like she's gonna come she's gonna fucking take over the role so and cool. i was like i would let her <laughs> who does it who does it right now uh leslie kareen okay. she's on the used to be mod team yeah. uh, royal bermuda whiskey club she's amazing it's so funny i didn't even know her before i asked her to do this i just saw her on mod and i was like that bitch looks like tanya <laughs> and i like i asked my friend to like get her info and i was like D can you do this and she was like send me the script <laughs> and so <laughs> i sent her the script and she was like oh that's great and then i was like oh great so we're all set and then i was like oh by the way can you sing and she said she could so oh man that's nice it just came together very well so i see a bunch of callers here actually people are have a lot of questions for you Dear, it seems okay. like uh yeah if you want to call in right now now would be the time if you want to ask questions about yeah, what's I, happened on the show earlier jesse, about to jesse this yeah. is something i wonder about you are you ready for the limelight um, I would say yes. That's one I thing I know about Jesse. You have a, your cell sure phone ready. case is a is a headshot of your own. Yeah, you know, I mean, you never that's, know when you're going to need dope, it. That's dope, actually. That's really dope. <laughs> I think that's dope. You and know, people uh, they put crazy stuff on their cell phone cases. Why not just put? There's your also a T-shirt I think of your face, oh, right? <laughs> I bought that for a prop for a show, but I wear it often. Okay, I think we got the callers on the line here. Okay. Hello, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. Oh, uh, hello. This is President Barack Obama. 
Oh, oh wow. my God, the president. You need to work on your States politics. Big fan, big fan, Barry. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, I- I'm just a little concerned. Why doesn't Jesse think I should be practicing my stand-up? It, it doesn't feel very nice to be discouraged. Uh. Yeah, I mean, we want to be supportive. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now that I think you should be focusing your time and energy on. Like, let the let the professionals do it. I we mean, tortured uh, some folks. Jesse, do you not think the American people deserve to laugh? Yeah, but that's what the professionals are for. Like, go to go to a Chris Rock event or something. Uh, Mr. Mr. President? Uh, while we have you on the line, would you maybe want to do a couple of your bits for us? <laughs> if, you're, if you need to test uh, oh, out some material. I, I would be honored, especially be- with the uh, number of listeners I assume this show has. <laughs> <laughs> Points! We were in the 60s for our last episode. We're down. We're down in the polls. But I'm uh, sure this phone call will help <laughs> us out. I assume you mean 60,000 or so. But... Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, my, well, well, one bit I've been working on is, uh, w- hey, hey, Michelle, what's the deal with you? <laughs> okay. Still, is that it? He's still working more. it out. He's still working it out. Hey, hey yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a Jerry Seinfeld about, bit, though. Yeah, I, I do love Seinfeld. Uh, I find a lot of inspiration. I, I kind of think of that I'm sort of a George. So I mean. <laughs> I hate to give you notes or something, but like you have to have a reason for like what's the deal with her, like weird things that she does. Yeah, I was waiting for the punchline. Okay, no, well, let me try another bit. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, hey, hey, you, you, you guys, you all know Bo. Oh yeah, Bo, Bo the dog. Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal? With, <laughs> with Bo? That's, that's not. That's still not a joke. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could get into the fact that he's like a hypoallergenic dog. Yeah. Well, you know, the president is very busy. You know, like he, like Jesse was saying, he probably doesn't have a lot of time to think of and craft these jokes. We know, tortured right? some folks. I don't think he has a lot of time at all. It doesn't yeah. seem like. I was waiting for some celebrity slams, but I guess, I guess that was just the one. I mean, I was on your side, Mr. President, <laughs> when you first called in, but now I think I'm firmly on Jesse's side. You should just give up stand up. You, you can't be good at everything uh brock all right well chris and george i don't think i really need you <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks for calling in uh mr president but we got a lot of stuff we gotta get to so we gotta get you up the line <laughs> all right thanks so much all right we next caller you're on with chris and george in the morning uh hello hi caller how you doing uh jesse this is connie uh when are you giving my bedazzler back <laughs> <laughs> connie fucking stop Text me back. Stop bothering me about this, Connie. Jesus Christ, I'm going to give it back to you when I'm done with it, okay? I used it three months ago for costumes, and I'm still using it today for personal reasons. I'll give it back to you when I'm done. Personal reasons? Yes. What do you? What else are you bedazzling? You're done with the costumes. Yeah, I know. That's I'm, what it, I'd like to know. I've, I've, I've made a foray into my into my personal life. Foray? I've made a transition into my real life, okay? Don't, don't worry about it. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Connie, we'll talk about it off... off. When you won't text me back, that's why I had to approach you in a public forum. <laughs> okay, only I, sixty people. How much do you want for? I mean, I can pay you for it. That's fine. Straight cash, homie. What's the cost of losing a friend? <laughs> oh, well, J- Jesse, I'm sure that you had a lot of favors that are accumulating from friends, right? Just like this, there's probably a lot of friends yeah. that are wondering when they're gonna get a little back. I mean, listen, I'm just too busy right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I can't really help you out right now. He's I, on the podcast. I can tour. give you a free ticket to the show if you want. All right, I'll settle for it. Then. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks. Thank Connie. you. Thanks for doing the poster too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next caller, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. 
Hey, hey, this is Brett. I'm calling in with my buddy uh, Jack here, and uh, hey. we, we just uh, guys. <laughs> we we love it when you guys do game shows on the show. So, when's the next kind of game show we could expect to see? Oh. winners! Hey, yeah, we can actually do one with you right now. You can win a prize. Um, yeah. Jesse, can you give them tickets if to Tanya Harding the musical? Do you have the ability to do that? Yeah, yeah, I do. I have the ability to do that. Okay, great. <laughs> so, guys. Maybe nice. if you guys can answer a question. No, yeah, I actually have. So we had Josh Ratchford on the show last week, and a lot of caller or a lot of listeners were saying that they couldn't really tell the difference between my voice and Josh Ratchford's voice. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Yeah, did you guys have trouble with that? Uh, yeah, dude, we were listening to that. We were just like, "Who is talking, man?" Right. So, <laughs> exactly. So I'm gonna play these clips, and you let me know if you think it's me or you think it's Josh Ratchford, and just let me know what your thought process is or whatever on that as well. And if you get uh, three out of five, then we will go ahead and give you the tickets to Tanya Harding the musical. Okay. Radical. All right. <laughs> these guys seem so, pumped, man. I love here, these guys. Here's the first. Here's the first one. You on Twitter too? Now oh, was wow. that Josh I, I, Ratchford or was that Chris Audi? Let's see. Uh, Let's see. He wouldn't. Chris. Chris wouldn't be asking questions. He's not really inquisitive. He's more of a commanding type on the show. Uh, (laughs) Burned. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say, Josh. I don't. Should I? Should we say Josh? Yeah, Josh. Okay. We're we're gonna go with Josh. Yes, you were correct. That was. (laughs) That was Josh Ratchford. So you got one. Of one so far. We're going to move on to the second one here, okay? Come, Tanya Harding. (laughs) So go ahead, listen up. Is it walkable? He said it was walkable. That's not true. Was that me or was that Josh Ratchford? Uh, Well, Chris, you're. You're in a wheelchair, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, no, I'm not actually. I am. I can walk upright. Oh, well, okay. Then I'm gonna guess Josh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just gave him the answer, you idiot. <laughs> that was Josh. I mean, Josh isn't in a wheelchair either. Yeah. Wow, that's two in a row. Okay, so you guys already got two of two here. Now we're gonna go for this one's pretty hard. So are you guys ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. I guess. Was that me or was that oh, Josh Oh, man, Ratchford? that's tricky. I guess. <sighs> I didn't. If I wanted to go to work, I would have gone to work. I mean, you asked to do this. <laughs> we just wanted to win. We didn't really want to work for it and have to rack our brains. All right. Well, what, what's your thought process on this? I'm going to guess Chris. Ding 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 ding! That's one. We, Jesse, I mean, Jesse can only give one ticket though. You guys have to choose. Yeah, sorry. Who's guys. gonna go to the show? Oh, I get to go to the show. No, I get to go, man. You know, I love Tanya Harding. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'll fucking kill you! <laughs> right, I actually think he said that he could give two tickets. <laughs> I, I that, started that rumor. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, you guys are good. You guys are both going to the show. Oh, thank you. This oh, Thursday, thanks. or not this Thursday, but uh, November twentieth. This Thursday. Is it this Thursday. It is this Thursday. November twentieth. It's already November twentieth. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Ten thirty p.m. Uh, at UCB Sunset, guys. All right, guys. UCB thanks Sunset. for calling in. Thank you. I guess it wasn't really that hard. They got. Are you guys in right. LA? Yeah, we work at the uh, Del Taco off Sunset. Oh, yeah, Sunset and Fountain. That's a good okay, Del that's Taco. Walking distance. Walkable. $4 for more food than you can eat. Fiesta bowls. <laughs> hey. Uh, okay, thanks for calling in, guys. We're going to go on to the next caller here. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. 
Uh, hello, this is uh, Stephen Sondheim. Wow. Steven oh my Sondheim. god, oh my god, holy shit, hi. The composer? Hi, Jesse. Director, correct? Director, yeah, he's, he's a musical, musical yeah. guy. I just don't understand why that subject for a musical when there are so many better subjects out there. Um, uh, like wow. what? What? What would you suggest as a subject that's better than this? I don't know, like a a mad barber. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe uh, George Surratt, and uh, he's trying to figure out his life. Now these sound like terrible ideas. Yeah. Wait, really there boring. is there is that musical with the, with the barber that kills people, isn't there? Sweeney Todd. The, yeah, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I, I I don't want to do Sweeney Todd the musical. It's already been. No, done. I'm just saying things in that vein. Things people want to see. I'm, well, people, I think people want to see this. I mean, I, it's been doing well for quite a while. Yeah, people seem to like it, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen, I thought you'd be supportive. Maybe a musical that uh, we we see it happen backwards, so the structure <laughs> isn't so predictable. It's like. That's like that's like another musical. I think. Well, well <laughs> Jesse, I think I think that what's happening here is that you're you're. He's just giving. Is he? Are these? That's his like noises on, isn't it? No, I think I think noises off. You're just um, experiencing some rookie hazing by all of the, oh. the established writers of musicals. You know, you know Patty Lapone called me the other night and called me a cunt. Is that right? Yeah. Jesus, who I was is wondering. She? Patty Lapone. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's, a, she's, like a, uh, she's a famous Broadway singer. Oh, yes. It's okay. I don't know Patty Lapone either. Wait, what's that I noise? Think a couple of things. Okay. Uh, I did not write noises fucking on. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. And the, the musical is called Noises Off. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> noises Off, yes. Noises On is like a some joke that somebody made later. Is this kid just an idiot? Okay, well, do you have any other insults you want to sling at or, Jesse? Or? Maybe some advice, maybe? Sure, sure. Make it more like a story taking place on the West Side. Uh, so, like, maybe. West Side Story. I know <laughs> that one. All right, enough of this. Thank you so much for calling oh in, Stephen Sondheim. Uh, we go to one more caller here. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. <clears throat> this is Chris Sackert. Hey, thanks for calling, Chris. Oh, the bodyguard, the bodyguard. Oh, they actually yes. did the thing. Okay. Oh, that hit the he Nancy hit Nancy Kerrigan. He got oh, fuck you. That's our fucking himself. princess. Well, it's good to know you know who I am, because I'm not anywhere in your musical. <laughs> oh, Jesse, did you write him out? Yeah, he's not in it. This he's guy not is really it. important. I mean, I'm not the in the most important part of the whole entire fiasco. <laughs> no, in the musical, in the musical, I wrote Tanya Harding was actually the one that did it, and she did it for reasons that the audience is supportive of. She so didn't we didn't know nothing about it. She was eating an Arby's roast beef down the street. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a this is a, a take a different take on it, Chris. So I'm sorry. A different take on the most pivotal event in '90s history. But you, I don't honestly, know about that. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> that's. A I had, yeah, we said Chris Eckert earlier in the interview, and these guys didn't know it. I had to remind them who Chris Eckert was. Exactly. Yeah. Written out of the musical like I've been written out of history. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Do you want to be known as yeah. the person that well, hit Nancy Kerrigan? I sympathize with this guy. He just wants to be remembered. You know, he's the underdog. You want, you know? no. he's, Why do you think I did it so sloppily? <laughs> you, want, you wanted people to know that you did this? This is sort of like uh, wanting to get AIDS or something. <laughs> yeah. Gayness. 
I'm a real thug chaser. No, I regret saying that you're when I said it. <laughs> what did you say? I said he's a thug chaser. Thug chaser. Well, are you you're trying to call Nancy Kerrigan a thug? I don't know you're what an the in, You're an infamy chaser. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, well that's, I can give you tickets if you want to come to the musical. Tickets to audition for the musical? <laughs> would, would you be interested in playing Tanya Harding? No, I want to play myself. I want the world to you're, know. He doesn't even have you written. Yeah, in. you're not in. You're not even Let's mentioned. I'm there. sorry. Well, watch yourself when you're walking alone. Then. Oh, Jesse. We tortured some folks. <laughs> this guy might come after your knees on the streets of L.A. Okay. Do you, what, hey, what kind of bat are you using? Louisville Slugger? I don't share trade secrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for calling it. What's this guy's name again? Chris Eckert. Chris Eckert. Eckert. He changed it. Well, I, don't know why he's using, I don't know why he's using he his old name. His yeah, name. He changed his name. All right. Too famous. Chris Eckert is back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> is this kid just an idiot? You heard it here first, folks. Chris Eckert is back. All right. Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate the call. All right. Uh, so now we got to go over to Andrew. We get your uh, Outrage of the Week here, Andrew. Thanks so much, Jesse. It, it was awesome. Thank you, Jesse. You. Really illuminated us on uh, Find him on Twitter, at Jesse. Don't think. Okay. <laughs> cool. Andrew, what's your Outrage of the Week this All week, right. buddy? So this this is, uh, is uh, not... Well, okay. So... You sound like I'm me, starting, man. I, talk, I feel like you. Uh, when, I'm, I'm mad about how people are treating pop stars. Uh, Megan Trainer, all about that bass. Love or hate the song, people are like, she's not going far enough. She's this is this is bad feminism. You, Gilly Nicki said Minaj, that. Yeah. Gilly says that as did many people. She's mm-hmm. not Nicki going Minaj far makes, enough. N- don't worry about that. Nicki okay. Minaj like comes out of the video. People are like, oh, she's like over-sexualizing herself or whatever. Kim Kardashian's butt. It's like, I don't understand when, when people decided all of a sudden that like pop stars would be our role models and we, we, we get to critique them on like whether or not they're setting a good enough example for us. And it's, it's fucking hypocritical. Everyone's like, oh, oh, this is, you know, like everyone there is like talking about Kim Kardashian's butt this week because she was on that magazine yes. showing her butt. And it's fucking hypocritical because it's like we're just talking about her body everyone's talking about her butt and it seems like well, these I mean, are the same big. people really yes big. it is very big and big i'm butt. happy to talk about it but i'm not the one who's saying like oh we over sexualize women we do all this shit it's like oh, you're, right. you're just talking about her body and you're mad at her for being on this cover or you're not mm-hmm. and the same thing with music video like all these music videos like, oh Nicki minaj's butt was too prominent in her video it's, she's fucking she's a pop star what did you think about uh, miley cyrus twerking at the was the vmas yeah with like, arnold schwarzenegger that was a long time ago now too. that was a long time ago now i mean it's fine it's fucking pop music why do we expect it to be like it, not everyone is lady gaga but everyone gets treated like lady gaga who's like consciously trying to like critique pop culture and shit other people are just making music that it's enjoyment why yeah, I mean, I can't our, really argue with this. Why I do we really hold our pop stars to a higher standard? Yeah. I, I mean, they are in the media and in the news all the time, So, and a lot of kids look up to them. But not, we don't want them to be, I don't know. I, I don't everyone, think people want them to be smart. I think Miley want, Cyrus like, pulled on her leotard, so she showed her little vag cleavage off. Do you, are you cool with that? You like that? Are you saying you're into that and you want that care. to happen I don't more? think it's something that people should like over-critique. Here's the mm. thing, Drudon. Yeah. You go on the internet, you're going to get mad. Save yourself yeah. the energy. Just don't. 
I gotta be mad about something, you asshole. You tell me I have to be pissed every week. I feel like I feel like the I'm trying to calm I'm just down. trying to have fun. I'm just trying to have fun. I'm sitting here. I'm laughing for an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes, and then you throw me on at the end, and you're like, "Be more pissed off I'm next week. Be more pissed off next week." Asshole. I'm sitting here amused. I'm happy. I go on the internet. I'm trying to look for shit to be pissed off about. All right, we don't have any more time, so Jesse, we're gonna have to what cut were you say? I'm sorry, real quick. I just think these girls are doing like they know what they're doing. Like they know what they're doing. Like they they're expecting everyone to talk about them. So. I mean, they're getting what they what they want. That's the same. That's the thing. Kim Kardashian actually pays for paparazzi to show up and tells them where to go when she goes to the airport. Well, we shouldn't okay, give it a satisfaction. <laughs> All right. That's a nice booty. Thanks, dude. <laughs> now we're gonna take you out Thank with you, the song E40 Choices. Yup. And really, you should stick around and listen to this one. This, this song is, is incredible, by the way. E40 still doing it. Forty water. Nope.
Maserati? No. Drive a Maserati? Yeah. You softer than a sock? No. You solid as a rock? Yeah. Slow? No. Train to go? Yeah. Your team weak? No. You respected in the street knee? Yeah. Shallow? No. Everybody got choices. These niggas be hating, I already know, but I never go broke. No, no, no. I'm a step no. 